Hey there, here's a quick note. This podcast contains general financial advice only. That means it's not specific to you, your needs, goals, or objectives. So don't act on the information until you've spoken with your financial advisor. You'll find our full disclosure, disclaimer, and link to our financial services guide in the show notes. Hello, good day, good evening. Welcome to this episode. Kate, it's always a pleasure to have you with me. Wonderful to be here, Owen. Today, we're going to talk about uh, an introduction to our Startup Pack series, just the kind of nuts and bolts of what we're doing here, why we're talking about money, why we think this series, this short series as part of the Australian Finance Podcast is so very important. So this is about helping you understand what we know and what we've done over the last few years to educate ourselves and bring some of those insights to you. We're going to focus on the essentials, the foundations, the fundamentals of money. We're going to cover all the topics we think you need to know and we're going to do that in the most relatable way we can. Yeah, and really just give you the tools to get started. You don't really mm. need to know everything to get started. I think that's a common mistake for new investors. They think they had to have to spend years figuring out the basics before they even have a go. But we're just going to give you the quick 20-minute summary of what you need to know to actually go out and just take that first step and keep learning yourself. Yeah, so we did something like this about three years ago. Yeah, a while back now. Yeah, when we first started the podcast series, we set out on about 10 episodes to talk about the essential things that people needed to understand and those have proven to be some of our most popular and it's easy to see why most people that come to us um they're typically not always younger but they're typically you know 20s and 30s um we get we do get some you know older people than that come on the show and and say what do i need to know about super what do i need to know about you know retirement savings what do i need to know about etf investing budgeting paying down debt there are so many blogs and articles and you know even on our websites we have courses we have uh, you know a few hundred episodes of the podcasts workbooks um, we have articles every day being written this is going to be the concise summary of those that first step and your first interaction with money so we're going to build you up from budgeting and we're going to talk about investing on the back end um, we've got a good split between the episodes and we don't expect you to come away from this this series and know everything. I think that's the, the key point that you just touched on. We're going to introduce you to what we know and to the topic, and then you can go on your journey from there. Every episode will have action points, right? Yeah, and it's really just giving you some um, starting points to go off because, like, as you said, there's so many resources out there. It can become really difficult when you mm. get started to even know where to go. So maybe think of this as some like – a guiding light to, to share the resources that you want to look at. We'll share some, if we talk about investing in shares, we'll share some places that you can actually get started. We'll share some super fun names. So we'll give you some actionable places to actually, um, yeah, get started and make it, make some changes. Yeah. One of the things that we, we get a lot of feedback on is basically people do our courses, people do our, listen to our podcasts and then they come to us and they say, okay, now what? We're hoping to take you from what is it that we're talking about? What is the topic? What do I need to know about insurance? Which insurances are there? Okay, now what do I do with this knowledge and give you something to actually take away with you? Because what we find is getting started is the hardest part of the journey. Once you get started, it almost becomes infectious and addictive because you want to learn more. You want to do better. And, and basically, that's what we're here to do. We're here to spark that for you we set that alight and so you can go away and do that so Kate maybe just a quick primer and people for people that don't know us um, tell us a little bit, bit about yourself 
Yeah, absolutely. I'm super passionate about helping other young Australians, really any Australian, get um, more in control of their own personal finances and really change the direction of their their financial future, whether that's for investing for the first time, um, saving up for their first home deposit, whatever that looks like. And it really sparked for me about five or six years ago when I started completely by accident working in the financial services industry in operations, really doing all of that unglamorous stuff behind mm. the scenes that makes the system run. And that just got me really interested in the whole process. And I just started going off on my own, diving into the world of Google and trying to find all the resources. There weren't that many podcasts and free resources back mm. then. So it was really just trawling through books. So that's I guess what we aim to do for this podcast is take all of that stuff we learn from our expert guests, from books, from podcasts, from our own studies and bring it all together in one spot. Because for many people that don't work in the industry and finance is not their full-time job, they want an easy place to go to get these resources in a really accessible manner. And that's really what we hope to provide. Mm. And since then, you've gone on and studied. But when you started, you, didn't, you hadn't you nope. know, done a degree. You hadn't <laughs> interviewed these guests and, and done all these types of things. And I think that's a, that's a key point to touch on because you don't need to be an expert to listen to this series and get a lot of value from it. We don't expect, you know, even probably 1% of the audience to know as much as we do we don't, we don't, there is no kind of assumed knowledge to this. It's really just about getting you started and telling you what you need to do. You know, when you approach finance, I find that it's really intimidating because it's both emotional and it seems really technical. So when money, when, you know, when money gets emotional, we tend to make pretty poor decisions. And when it's technical, we just throw our hands up in the air. So it's too hard, it's too confusing and it's too stressful. Those things don't make for a good recipe. And so we're here today to tell you the very in very simple terms what you need to do. And what we hope is that from listening to this episode, you can come away and you can think to yourself, okay, I know what I need to do. There's some very simple steps here that I can follow. Kate and Owen have laid them out for me. I'm going to do them today. You know, with these each of these episodes, they're bite-sized. And by that, we mean 20 to 30 minutes. You could listen passively. You could go about doing a run, you could go on your commute and do it. What we would love for you to do though is to really take advantage of the resources that we've got. If you just take one thing from the episode, please go and put that into practice. The, like the accumulated benefit of all of these episodes will be profound over your lifetime. And we're going to talk about some things like for example, paying down debt. You may find that our strategy for paying down debt doesn't work perfectly for you. That's okay. So take the bits that we can give you and we can help you with and then make it your own from listening to people on our listener stories or through our listener stories we found that everyone kind of goes about it differently and that's what we want you to do we just want to give you the foundations then do what with, with it what you will and make the most of it so kate we've got a few we've got a few resources that people can get stuck into i think one of the things that people should know pretty early on is that we've got a facebook group and the, the Rask Australia Facebook community, it's a brilliant place for people to go and just share their journey, right? Yeah, and we'd really encourage you uh, as you go through this series to ask the questions because there's mm. other people at different places in their journey um, in that group. And um, yeah, even checking out, we've got a lot of other resources. There's obviously the whole podcast back catalogue. We've got, what, three years now worth yep, of episodes there. We've got a lot of free courses on Rask Education. That's R-A-S-K, named yep. after... Yes, Owen. surname. Yes, that's where it comes from. So Rask is the uh, 
the easy version of Raskovich, which is my surname. So um, you can find that in the show notes. So any of the th- things that we mentioned, there's a show notes page for. Um, you can obviously head to the Australian Finance Podcast landing page as well, which has all of the episodes and all of the, the workbooks. If you, if you enroll in one of our courses, you also get a free Rask account, which then gives you access to downloads, PDFs. You know, we have investment reports in there that are you know, behind kind of like an email paywall, so to speak. So lots of stuff that you can take advantage of. But I would say probably the first and most important thing is subscribing to the series because we're going to be coming out with, you know, 10 to 12 of these starter pack episodes. So you don't want to miss one. And they all kind of, by the end of it, they all come together, they all forge together in one strategy that you can follow. The one thing that I would say is just consider joining that Facebook group. It's, it's, it doesn't cost you anything. Um, and it helps you share your journey. If I could be so, I guess, uh, shamelessly plugging one of our courses though, the course that would be best aligned with this series is the money and budgeting course. That is the basically the sister to this podcast series. It takes you through budgeting. It takes you through all of those essential steps to get started. So that's all available. The free, all of these resources are free. That's what we're trying to do. Um, Kate, in terms of this episode specifically, we want to just introduce people to some key terms because there's a lot to get through in these next 12 episodes. So we didn't want to waste and waste this episode and waste your time. So basically the learning starts now. So let's hit some of these key points. Where do you want to start? Yeah. Firstly, I think you should always be asking in finance, why is this thing free yep. or why is it paid? And that's what we encourage listeners to do when they look at anything, whether it's a they're on a bank's website, they're talking to a fund manager, Anyone in the industry should always find out what their incentives are and why mm. they're doing what they're doing and what their maybe personal biases, maybe their company biases. So I guess for us, we started this podcast just as a hobby back yep. in what, 2018, 2019 guess, now. Yeah. Um, we just did it for free. We didn't have any sponsors for such a long time. It was just something we were really passionate yeah. about. But now we do have uh, a business behind it. We do investment yep. research and memberships, which is completely separate. And you can listen to the podcast for free forever and not pay us a cent. And that's completely fine. Yep. We don't harvest data or anything we dodgy like we that. We don't do referral links. We don't do any of that. And that's super important because you've got to know who's giving you the information and what their biases are. We all have biases. We've got some, like both of us are long-term investors. We do it differently but we're, we're kind of oriented to sensible, what we would describe as sensible long-term investing. We're very, Kate and I, even though we invest in shares and we seem to do all these things that might be risky, it's actually in the scheme of things, we think it's actually probably more conservative. So that's kind of, kind of like a disclaimer, not just for us, but for anything that you interact with. And Kate, there is some technical jargon that we just want to get across the line. Yes, so every podcast you listen to on our show and hopefully a lot of other the other finance podcasts and if you go to any industry events, you're going to see this huge disclaimer pop up on the screen. It's probably going to be this massive slab of text that's in such small print you can't even read it, but it's going to say um, advice disclaimer or something along those words. It might be in red and white or something yep. bringing your eye to attention. And really in finance, you need to know a little bit about the difference between general advice, which is what we do on the podcast where we might tell you about how budgeting works or how to pay off debt or things like that, when it's all a very general nature, um, factual, or maybe a few of our opinions. It's some occasions, in there. Yep. Um, but this is very different in the finance industry from personal advice, where if you 
have your whole life situation and you want to go to a person and say, hey, I'm 30, this is my job, this is how much I have in savings, what should I do with it over the next 20, 30 years? If you want to get a whole plan laid out for you, that's called personal advice. So you have to pay a financial advisor who's registered through the government systems um, to do that. And so that does cost some money and we do have resources and we'll talk about the experts a bit in this series of how to find a financial advisor and get financial advice. But I think it's just important to understand that disclaimer, especially if you're new to the world of finance and listening to finance content, that everything we talk about on this podcast it's not specific to you, it's of a general nature. So then if you do want to get something personalized to you in your life circumstances, you go and talk to the expert, the financial advisor, yeah. and you can tell them all of the warts and gory details and <laughs> they can give you a plan that's personalized exactly to your needs, which is what we don't do. Yeah, so we don't offer personal advice. So, you know, there's basically like, if you go to someone in finance, you say, uh, you go to someone and you say, I'm in finance and they go, oh, so you're like, a financial planner you're like kind of but not really and then you're then they're like oh so you're like the wolf of wall street not really yeah. um so think of us like we are here to give you a recipe and we know that this recipe works it's up to you to put it into practice and that's basically what general advice is so we don't think about each individual person when we do this we kind of say what do people generally think about money what is generally the best strategy for a budget how should people generally invest and our personal belief is that you can probably get 80%, 90% of the way there by just educating yourself. And so through this general advice or general information kind of spectrum, we can educate you and help you empower yourself. And then when you go to the experts, if you do Absolutely. some of the basics, you know what questions to ask. Because if you don't have any of the basics down pat, you'll, you'll just go to one of the experts like a financial advisor and just be like, help me. Yeah. But if you... If you empower yourself and equip yourself with some of the tools and resources we provide in this series, you'll actually be able to go and ask better questions. You'll know if they're the right fit for you. So I think even if you don't want to be the one managing your finances, at the end of the day, like you're the person who cares the most about your money. Yep. It's your money. And so just keep that in mind as you go through that um, every every bit you take in, every tool you explore, it just empowers you more to sure. take control of your financial future. Yeah. So it costs generally it costs to get the personal advice it might cost you a few thousand dollars now a lot of people are put off by that and we totally get that we're going to go through all the fees and costs of all the experts mortgage brokers accountants when you need them who's who in the zoo yeah later on in this starter pack series for now though all you need to know is this is free and we think that regardless of whatever way you go with your money you should listen to these episodes because a they're free and b they're going to make that conversation that you have next more fruitful so this is going to be jargon-free, it's going to be easy to follow, and it's going to help you take that next step. Whatever that next step might be for you, it's going to be okay. And we're here to kind of walk you along that path until you get to that crossroads where you think, hey, I, I, know, you know, I know what I'm doing, I'm going to go this alone, or I'm going to take that left pathway, and I'm going to see if someone else can do it for me. We're going to educate you on how to automate your money, how to automate your finances, how to automate your investing so you kind of can put it on the, the back burner and just let it go if that's what you want to do. We're also going to educate you on the next steps for being more active. How do you go and be more active? But just remember this from this kind of key point here that there is a difference in information. We're not offering personal advice. We're offering general advice. If you want personal advice, see a financial planner, listen through the episodes. We'll go through that. And if you want to get like a mortgage, we'll talk about mortgage brokers. We'll, we'll go through that as well. Kate, 
we've got two more kind of two more major action points we want to hit here or two more kind of key points we want to talk about in this introductory episode the first is why is learning the basics of money important yeah to me money gives you control and freedom over your life you have so much more it doesn't it's not the answer to happiness as the studies have found, but yeah. it does give you a lot more choice and freedom when it comes to the decisions you make with your life from getting out of a bad situation because you've got your emergency fund, which we'll touch on in this series, yep. uh, to maybe being able to retire 10 years earlier or go on an amazing world trip. So it, it's just this thing that we it underpins everything we do in our day-to-day life, but we often don't want to talk about it. And that's often because of we didn't learn about it in school, society doesn't encourage us to talk about it. Um, maybe you've never talked about it in your family before and that's why we're so passionate about opening up that conversation because once you sort of dive in and decipher some of those confusing bits about money, you actually realise it's it's a lot simpler to deal with than it might have seemed. It's yep. not as scary as it looks. And once you start to understand the basics, you can kind of start to put a plan in place to take control of your finances For sure. and start having those conversations with your partner, your friends, your family. Yeah. And this is the thing where it comes back to emotions. We're all different. We all come to this through different backgrounds. My background with money was one of insecurity. Didn't really have that stability at in, at, in, at at my family home in terms of you know my parents broke up and money was never never something that we talked talked about um you know i'm the product of a english dad and a polish mother and so i think those two cultures combined to not talk about money and so the way you come to this will kind of vary greatly you might be in a situation where you have you know some good money mentors around you you might have a business of your own you might have a completely different experience for me, it was one of, I don't know what I'm doing. This is very scary. I remember even having to put my tax file number down on a piece of paper. I thought that this was going to come back to bite me. Like I thought this was a bad thing. And so you can go from that to feeling confident in your money. Once we give you some knowledge and some tools to deal with the emotional side of things, the other side is actually surprisingly easy. And that's just thinking longer term. It's thinking in simple terms, how do I break this problem down and how do I deal with it and if you need any more motivation for money what you can remember is that most people have debt 20% of Australians can't save $2,000 so if you're in that situation you are not alone and at the end of the day there are two things we all need to take care of in our life one is our finances and one is one is our health we really have no way to avoid either of those things so even the most basic understanding of this is a good budget that's not this is how I react when I have hundred dollars in my bank account versus when I have a thousand dollars it's the same as having a good a good diet or understanding the difference between between you know lots of saturated fat the difference between KFC and maybe like a nice sandwich that's you know which one's healthy for you we're going to teach you those essentials and so you know one of the key concepts of learning about money is the idea that you can grow wealthy over time get rich slow is something that we don't talk about there's a famous investor called Charlie Munger who said, most people think about get rich quick. If you just remove the quick, how does that change your life? And basically it means get rich slow. And that makes it a lot easier. Yeah, I mean, we, we can't tell you the secrets to getting rich quick, but we can definitely tell you the secrets to building wealth yeah. over time in a slow and sustainable manner. And it is definitely possible. And we have many listeners in our community, many friends and family yep. who have demonstrated that 
it is possible, but you do, it does require a couple of things like getting started and actually yep. doing something, um, working out when enough is enough and not moving the goalposts over time. And that's really what we want to talk about in this series. Like if you're interested in day trading or you're wanting to do some sort of high risk strategy and gamble all your money, this is not this is not, not the, the series podcast, for but we will, if you're interested in learning how to build wealth in a slow and sustainable way, this is what we can help you with. And I think it's very important to differentiate between looking rich externally where you might have a lot of, someone might have a lot of credit card debt. They might have a massive mortgage. Mm. They might be, um, have a massive car loan, but on the outside, they look rich as yep. we'd put it That's in societal it, terms, yeah. like on an outwards appearance, but you don't really know what's going under the surface, but what, as I think it was Morgan Housel that put it, wealth is what you don't see. Yep. And we're going to teach you how to um, get out of debt, invest, um, spend, spend less than you earn, and um, yeah, build, build your wealth over time. Yeah, so that's, that's it. Morgan Housel basically said that wealth is invisible. So all of the things that you can't see basically says a lot about someone. And there was a study done, um, and it was basically called The Millionaire Next Door, and it basically showed that the people that were wealthy were not the people that you suspected in society. So they did this survey trying to show how the rich and famous live. And what they found is that the people that you think are rich and famous are actually not rich at all from conventional wisdom. They're actually the people that live next door in the you know, three-bedroom house with a simple Mazda sitting in the, in the driveway. These types of things. These are the people that actually have true wealth. And what we mean by that is they live within their means. They never worry about money because they have enough. And you know, studies show that after about, I think it's about $80,000, um, the effects on your happiness from extra money actually begin to wear off. So, you know, there, there's another study that shows that after $150,000 per year in income, there's not that much point earning anymore. So we're not advocating for get massively wealthy, go out and give your life to getting a huge salary. We're trying to help you create, take away the problem of finance so you can design your own lifestyle. And one of the things that we wanted to touch on in this episode is basically the value of compound interest. There's a saying that the the chains of habit are too light to be felt until they're too, too heavy to be broken. And this is a, such an important piece of wisdom because what it basically means is that if you take the long view, so let's say you say 10, 20 or 30 years and you invest your money, what you should be aiming for is not 100% return in you know, the next year. What you should be aiming for is 10% per year for the next 20 years. And if the only way you can focus on that is if you get a habit. Habits are harder to form, but they're harder to break. So what happens is if you do something repetitively, small tasks, lots of times, you're going to do really well with your money. Let me give you an example because this kind of changed my life. Let's say you start with 100 bucks today, Kate. You invest $100 a week, which for some people is a lot, for some people it's not. So $100 you start with, $100 you put in every week and you achieve an 8% return. Now we'll explain how to get the 8% return in the back catalog. But over 30 years, how much money do you reckon you'd have at the end? 200,000. So according to the Money Smart Compound Interest Calculator, which we've got a link to in the show notes and I'd encourage you to go and put this in for yourself. It's $590,000. So $100 a week turns into $590,000. Now you're thinking, okay, that's a bucket load of money. I think it's a huge amount of money. From 100 bucks, that's what it turns into. If you now think about it and you were to, uh, you were thinking, okay, 30 years is too long. 
Well, the shorter your time period, the more you need to invest and the better your return needs to be. 30 years is normally a good one because if you're 20 or 30, you think, I just put away 100 bucks a week for forever. I'll leave that and it'll just go and it'll make me money. But let's say, for example, you could put $150 away a week. All of a sudden, it's $884,000. So that extra 50 bucks adds about $300,000 to your net worth. These are tiny little changes that can have a profound impact. And that's because the money that you save today, the decision that you make to start today is not necessarily 50 bucks. It might be $400 or $500 after 30 years. Now, you probably, some of you may be thinking, well, I've got debt. How does that factor into compound interest? Debt is compound interest in reverse. It's taking money out of your pocket every week, not putting more money in. So the first point of call for you in this situation is to get rid of those debts. And we've had people write into us that have $50,000 of credit card debt, $100,000 of debt. Some people have $100,000 car loans. And you need to know that you're not alone in that journey. It just takes a little bit longer. It requires a little bit more sacrifice, but there are proven strategies that can help you get through it. So that's what we're going to talk about in a couple episodes time. Kate, can you maybe summarize this episode for us? Give us some kind of key takeaways. Absolutely. I think the most important thing to take away from this episode is that you can do it. You can be an investor. You can save money. You can budget. You can pay off debt. Whatever financial freedom looks like to you, it is possible. And there have been, we've had so many listeners over the last three years write in and tell us about their own journey with money. And I think it's also important to remember you're not alone. There's a whole community of other people out there that are trying to improve their financial futures for themselves and their family and their community. And one of the great things about doing that is you can actually give back to your community and to charities that are important to you over time. You have more choices and control over your money. And it's just coming back to like why you're doing it and knowing that you can have a bit more control over your life, that money is going to be there whether you like it or not. And mm. so having that foundation in place is really important. Um, and also just getting started. As we will go through these episodes, we'll have action points for you to take away at the end. And if you just take one thing from every episode you listen to, whether if it's just one thing you write down, if it's one suggestion to open mm. this account or try looking at this website, have a look, get started, and we'll show you how really small and regular investments of your time and money can have a massive impact over over time and that you can actually take control yeah, over the situation even if you're from multi-generations of not talking about money, even if no one in your life will talk about money, you can be the one to start that change. Yep. We are living this too. Like mm. We're not just telling you to go and do something and these are people on the other side of the microphone or the video. We are actually doing this ourselves. So... We know that it works and there are thousands of people in our Facebook community that know that it works too. This is not something that, you know, we're just going to put out there and this is for the rich people down the road. This is actually for everyone and we're going to teach you a bunch of stuff to get you through for free. So we're really excited about the episodes to come. We're really excited about sharing what we've learned over the past three years. In my case, it's 10 years. In, ca- in Kate's case, it's a little bit shorter than that, around five or six years. So we're going to teach you all that. We're going to bring you examples. Um, one, Maybe one that I'll throw out here is we, we did have someone on the podcast not too long ago who said he was an international student who basically relied on the food that comes from the universities when you enroll in a uni to, to eat. And... You know, he was studying and he's really going through a hard time financially, incredibly hard time. 
and he w- was still giving back to the communities around him. And I just thought that was incredibly motivational to hear someone like that who struggled so much. His parents mortgaged their house so he could go to school. It is incredible. And these stories really motivate me to help others. And I never thought I'd be in this situation to help others. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to share that with you over the next 10 to 12 episodes. So some action points here from this very first episode, Kate, maybe if you do the new one for the new investors in the community, I'll do the more advanced one. Okay. So if this is your first time listening to an episode, the couple of things I want you to do after listening to this, I want you to, and they're all in the show notes, which will be linked in the episode description, um, or just Google Australian finance podcast and you'll find that as well. But Join our Facebook community if you're on Facebook and ask a question, say hi, introduce yourself, um, ask for some tips on various things that you're learning about. Then head to Rask Education, that's R-A-S-K and education. So we'll have a link to that as well and create an account and maybe enroll in a free course like the money and budgeting. Just you don't have to get started right now, but at least that's there in the background and ready to go when you feel like it um, and also subscribing to the podcast um, and maybe when you're out there you'll find a couple of other podcasts you like because it's really good to get different perspectives as well and uh, stay tuned over the next month where, where we cover all the basics and everything you need to at least take that first step yep and I would say that's a, I think that's fantastic that's good advice for anyone I would say um, just as an instruction to you don't pay for anything over the next month do, do not pay for one finance thing. I challenge you, don't sign up for something. Don't put your money into something. Don't invest yet. Just wait. Get through these episodes and you'll be much better for it because we'll lay out all of your options. Whereas if you think you only listen to one episode, you, you're probably just going to take that and run with it. We're going to go through all the options. And so for advanced um, listeners and people that are watching this, I would just say try and find someone that you that you know and see if they are interested in money. That might be a friend, it might be a family member. If you don't have that around you, that's why the Facebook community is really important. But what we've found, both of us, Kate, is that people in our lives want to talk about these things and that makes a big difference. They just didn't know they could before. And so if you start, you don't go into the hard stuff straight away, but maybe just start, oh, I was having a look at my super fund the other day or um, I just negotiated my salary the other week or I was looking at, housing market just anything Anything. to start that conversation so people know that you're someone that's happy to have these conversations with Mm. and they might be able to then I think for our experienced listeners that have been listening for three years they're in a position now where they've done all of that learning they've started investing and now they can inspire people in their own family and wider community yeah and so if this is you and you haven't talked to someone you've listened to you know 50 episodes of ours um, go ahead and, and try and educate someone else Report back to us on the, the tactics that you use because oftentimes convincing people to think about money is the hardest step uh, for you as a kind of a knowledgeable person. Uh, you can send them our free resources or you can try and engage them in creative ways by talking to them on their terms, what they are interested in. They might be in the property buying journey. They might be in the debt reduction stage. They might be in the total insecurity about money, in which case you can talk to them about things that don't seem like you're talking about money. Talk to them about interesting clothing brands or, or products or decisions that they make with their money rather than the actual budgeting conversation. So there's a lot to do. Um, enroll in the free courses. Subscribe to the series. We'll be back in the next episode with more action points. So stay tuned. Thanks for listening. Kate, as always, it's my pleasure to have you with me. Thanks, Owen, and thanks to all our new listeners. Mm. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Australian Finance Podcast, where our mission is to improve the financial futures of all Australians. 
If you'd like to learn more, create a free account at risk.com.au forward slash account to download free episode workbooks, bonus resources, and take our amazing free personal finance courses. You can also join our online community by following the link in the description. If you enjoyed the show, what we'd love is for you to leave us a snappy review on iTunes. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Rask Australia. Kate and I are also on both of those channels. Finally, if you have any feedback, suggestions for episodes or guests to come on the show, or you just have a question for us, shoot us an email at podcast at rask.com.au.